I'm tearing up. <laughs> it's just about hate. screamed right now, but I'm not even there. <laughs> now that's inspirational, Natalie. <laughs> I feel inspired today. Part two I, of you this. Can, I could be here for another <laughs> no. hour. Yeah, I always go, he winds up homeless on the street. It's my fault. I don't know what got into my head, but I thought, I thought this thought, you know, if I'm working year round, I might as well get paid year round. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education and Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and subscribe today. Now, it's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Welcome back, everybody, to Sweet Talk. Thank you for joining us again. This is Dash 2. For those of you who don't know what that is, this is our second attempt at the same podcast, but we have fun when we do these. Some of you may notice that we're in a different location. We're not doing this by Zoom. Uh, thanks to some visits from some of our guests today. They're down local with us, and we decided to come back to an old haunts. This is the studio where we first began uh, a little bit over three years ago. And yes. uh, Paul, who normally uh, co-hosts this with me, is behind the camera and the audio with uh, Jake Link, his superb assistant managing uh, the audio and our, and our video. So thanks for joining us. But he is mic'd up. I am mic'd up. And can respond. All right, so good to be back, and we're happy to have all of you join us. Joining us today here as our guests are three fine gentlemen from, uh, let me see if I get this right, The Go Agency in Boise, Idaho. And we're here today to talk about drones, which is really exciting. And I'll tell you why a little bit later on. But let's get through some introductions first. We have um, Carson Woolery. Mm -hmm. Carson, you are the uh, on-site or site operations manager. Mm -hmm. Is that right? And we have... Uh, James Starr, Director of Aviation. James Starr, that's awesome, man. What a great that name. That is a great name. That's almost oh, as good as Jake Link. Almost as good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Sam Jackson, our outreach, or your outreach lead, who is the one that I initially talked with to start setting this up. So welcome to Pocatello, gentlemen. Appreciate uh, you're coming on down. And we're going to start by uh, asking you a little bit about uh, what is the agency that you work for, and then maybe a little bit about what your key responsibilities are at the GO Agency. Mm -hmm. So can we start with you? Yeah, Carson? yeah, that'd be great. And so the GO Agency, it's always uh, really fun to talk about because there's a lot of different dynamics that really ties into our overall company. And so we have kind of four different companies within one that's all hosted by the GO Agency. And so we have, um, we really all started off with uh, Go Out Local and GoOutLocal.com. And so this side of our company is really focused on everything, community and all parts of Idaho. So we have a number, we have a website that shows everything from um, what happy hours are around, different giveaways to go out to different local businesses and establishments to get you out in the community, as well as um, what events are happening in and around your area. And so with that, we really started really seeing a lot of community growth, not only for our platforms, but then with the general public really finding this as a good source to utilize to be able to see what's going on in different cities all around Idaho. And so with that started, we um, started becoming a marketing company. So we, with marketing, we're a full in-house um, service that we do um, social media management, web development, branding, so everything you could put a logo on, for instance, Sam shirt, 
or his hat, our shirts, and everything from business cards to really bottles if you want to engrave your name or your logo on it. And then we also have a videography and photography team, so going out and doing all different types of videos as well as photography, headshots, or just like really awesome food pictures. <laughs> and um, with that, True. we also have our um, let's see, events department. So our events department, they curate about 56 events over a course of a year. So that goes everywhere from concerts, which we're doing down here quite heavily in Pocatello, and also marathons, community events, like um, just little music festivals, as well as um, like events like Oktoberfest. Mm -hmm. And so with all that growth, and especially our growth in the events world, we kind of saw a new opportunity with the new drone technology to come out. And you've seen them kind of everywhere from uh, the Super Bowl to uh, some parts of the Olympics, as well as at large music festivals, for instance, EDC. Um, and with that being said, we really thought this would be a good avenue for us to go down as well. And so we started getting into the drone game um, when it comes to not, you know, the normal remote control <laughs> drone that you go out, even though our video team is really good with those. Um, we really wanted to add a new dynamic, not only to our events, but to events all around the nation. And so we are one of what? Six? There's like five or six companies in the country mm -hmm. that can do what we do. Wow. Yeah. That, that's, that's a rich, rich uh, workplace. Mm -hmm. and, and you do a number of things. Yeah. And you're based out of Boise, but you mm -hmm. do have an office that you've opened up down here in Pocatello. Yeah, correct. Right? Yep. Yep. Right. So we're right now we're developing our uh, Pocatello branch. And so as of right now, we have three employees and we continue to grow that more and more. And I mean, eventually, maybe in the next three to five years, we move up north as well because they're really the base and everything as we're so grateful for how this company has developed is because the community of Idaho and a um, good majority of us, I want to say about 90% of our company is local Idahoans. And so being able to provide this community in all different areas of whether it's entertainment, marketing services for local businesses, small to large, and just different opportunities to really engage um, themselves, their right. companies, and their attendees. How cool. And, and, and he's going into an important area that we tie into a lot, and that's the uh, workforce side, too. Mm -hmm. And maybe we'll get a chance to talk about that this time. Uh, Carson, thank you very much. Of course, yeah, thank you. And James? Yes, sir. Let's talk about you a little bit. How'd you get here, and and what do you, you are the director of aviation, which is a cool Amazing title. title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, director of aviation and drones. So my acronym's Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I I was the oldest guy at the uh, company. A um, lot of youth in our industry, and you know we started this process year year and a half ago, about a year and a half ago. Our CEO was inspired by a drone video. Um, it was during all the stuff of the last few years. And um, they did a drone show in Philadelphia for the uh, you know, first responders, nurses, and it was just this big message in the sky. And he's like, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. And so we started that process. I've been with the company about a year and was kind of tasked with how do we get it set up? We had already made the initial purchase um, due to shortages and supplies. Our drone delivery got delayed. Uh, shortage of copper for motors or what have you. Hmm. So um, we started the process of getting permits through the FAA. So with the FAA, you have to have waivers. Um, because we fly multiple drones and we fly at night, those are two big rules against, or laws that the FAA has. So you have to get a waiver to waive those laws. And that's 
quite a process. Um, and the drone zone, which is the FAA's um, wing for UAS, are very helpful people. And they're mm -hmm. like, well, that's not enough. We need more. You know, how are you going to? It's all about mitigation of risk and safety, and how are you going to overcome this if this happens? And so, a lot of research, a lot of studying, um, and our partners that we purchased the drones from helped us out a lot with that. Uh, it's not like you can go on YouTube and research how to start a drone company. <laughs> yeah, um, right. It's a lot it's, more complex. There, yeah, and it's, it's so very few and far between. So the first step is. You know, you got to get your Part 107 license. So if you're flying drones for commercial or money, you have to have that, and that's you know baby step one. And then it's the licensing and registering and getting the drones, and then learning how to program. So the way our drones function, uh, there's no remote control. You know, we've we've been we've done 50 drone shows. We've been a part of 600. Um, you know, we've down in Vegas for EDC our drones, and we partner with other companies and we can rent them out and hey, can we rent your drones this weekend? We have a show. We need to do a 400 drone show or a 600 drone show. Um, so you have to program the show, and then it's uploaded uh, wirelessly to each drone. Each drone has um, you know, memory cards, and each drone has a specific path from the launch pad, and it's... I don't know. What questions do you have regarding that? I mean, I'm just kind of talking. No, but, those hey. are great, and we'll come back to some okay. of those questions. That is so complex. It's mm -hmm. more than many people, myself included, would probably think about when you when you when you start looking at drones. Because I'm going to say some of us have this idea of drones are fun. You yeah. get to fly them out there, but there's a real culture, a real industry developing behind drones now, mm -hmm. and you've got a piece of it. So I'm going to mm -hmm. come back to you on that with a couple questions. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Okay, Sam, over to you. Outreach, yeah. that's what you do with uh, the GO Agency, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. A so little bit about I, you, please. I, I focus um, primarily on the drone the drone team. Uh, we have a separate team that focuses on, a, on the marketing side and sponsorships and stuff like that. So that's been a, a real blessing because, um, like we previously said, there's only six companies in the U.S. to, to be able to do what we do. Um, and so there's a lot to capitalize on. Um, so I'm constantly reaching out to music festivals, colleges, professional sports teams, uh, I mean, you name it. Um, and it's it's been really cool because I've gotten to talk to, you know, people at Bass Pro Shop, right? And and people that I wouldn't really think to ever talk to. Mm -hmm. um, and so just meeting with them, letting them know about our drone technology because it is so robust, um, and then the capabilities that, that can come with that and marketing ramifications because mm -hmm. we, we focus on what we can do to bring more attention to either the sporting event, the music festival, whatever it is, mm -hmm. um, because it's one thing to you know shoot up drones in the sky, but to have an ROI that's backed by the drones is a huge selling point right. and a huge value added to those events. Right, and that's incredible. And thank you for all that you, you gentlemen are doing. I mean, as a business, it may seem like it's all marketing and entertainment, but by being in the community and different things that you do, you really extend or leverage the ability of a community to now have other jobs, have people involved with stuff, mm. uh, serving you know public safety, you know with crowd controls and such, uh, search and rescue. I mean, we recently had an emergency medicine conference here where one one of the medical experts who came and talked talked about using uh, drones and search and rescue and service for mm -hmm. medical care mm -hmm. out, in, out in the forest. You know, yeah. a climber gets hurt or something like that. How do you find them? How do you get stuff to them? How do you lead people there? It's things that we haven't thought about or I haven't thought about, but yeah. I'm getting greater exposure to 
you're achieving that as well, yeah. the awareness that you give to the community. Fun thing here, but and, and maybe you have an answer for this. More and more, you know, we're becoming sensitized to the 4th of July and fireworks and mm -hmm. the danger from fireworks going to different places. Drones would seem to be a really good substitute to do mm -hmm. some entertainment instead of fireworks. Is that something you've experienced? Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we actually went to a, uh, like a state fair conference in Reno mm -hmm. in January, February. Yeah. And there was every state fair from California you could think of, and it's like, hey, Fireworks are banned, fireworks are banned, fireworks are banned. It's not just the fire, but a lot of people are just getting tired of the noise. And I love fireworks as much as the next guy, but it's, you know, dogs or your cats or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like there's right. a lot of side effect from it. And so, right. you know, how long, they've been around for thousands of years. It's antiquated technology. It's amazing, but this is kind of a programmable drone show. And so um, we've been in contact with a lot of places in the Northwest um, who've had their fireworks show canceled and our drones are getting booked up. Yeah. I mean, we, there's only so many in the country mm -hmm. and we're all booked up and our partner companies are all booked up and it's like, hey, so we're actually talking with companies about next year, like you better lock it in now, um, you know, whether it's like a ski resort or, you know, down in California. So we're not just, you know, local here in Boise, you know, you know, casinos in, We've worked with Vegas quite a bit, and then you know state fairs all up and down California, Oregon, obviously Idaho. We're doing state fair. Uh, we're doing the North Idaho State Fair in Coeur d'Alene. We're doing the Western Idaho State Fair in Boise. Wow. Um, we're doing uh, Blackfoot's July second at uh, Jensen Park. Okay. And then we're doing Pocatello's Fourth of July on the fourth. So we're going to be over here for the holiday weekend. Yeah. Well, that's an amazing, amazing variety of things that you're getting involved with. You know, and it brings me back to, originally, I got hooked into y'all when I saw a newspaper article here mm -hmm. that said there were drones at, at a summer concert series, series out in our wellness uh, amphitheater area. And I go, what is that? Yeah. You know, and and we, we need to find out more. And that's what led to a series of contacts um, through, through through our, our admin staff, they found you for me, and then finally I got a phone call with Sam. I go, "What are you guys doing?" Yeah. And that's led <laughs> that's to this, question. you know. Mm -hmm. and, and, but it, it, it strikes me that you can be very, very busy. What is a typical day for you when you're putting on an event? You're here now, but you're yeah. having an event tonight, mm -hmm. you know. So you must yeah. start early. You got to travel places. You're carrying yeah. stuff with you. What's well, there's more than just day of. So day of consists of battery charging. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's <laughs> it, it, that's, yeah. So yeah. our batteries, you know, max run time is about 15 minutes. Um, you know, that's fresh, you know, plug-in, brand-new batteries. But we, we try to, you know, 8 to 12 minutes. So if we're flying over water, we kind of curve it back to eight minutes because, you know, a drone's $4,000, right? So you have 200 drones, do the math, right? So we, depending on when and where, time of day, we, we only fly at night, but if it's 75 degrees in Miami, you can get away with a longer show versus sure. 24 degrees in Spokane, like we spoke about earlier. Um, so the drones are affected by weather, temperature one, uh, two, wind. Now we've, we've flown in 26, 28 mile an hour winds. We don't like to, but two weeks ago, we hit the launch button, 100 drones went up in the air, and we had strong gusts and monsoon. It, it was just a squall came out of nowhere, and we try to you know track everything with radar and whatnot, but 
you know, if we have a show at 9.30 and it's 9.30 and we hit launch and 10 seconds later a wall of water comes in, but they flew. All went up, all went down. Oh, man. Our drones are super robust. But So back to your original question, day of is battery charging, usually in the morning. But since this is a 100 drone show we're doing tonight, we have six chargers. Each charger has a bank of four, so we can do 24 uh, char uh, batteries in an hour. So it'll take us about four hours. Yeah. Um, there's about, let's see, probably at the minimum about three weeks of planning and prepping, and that's okay. outside of kind of the event side. Our events department, they are planning at least six months to a year ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And so with that being said, when we're going to, whether it's a, a festival or even a concert or say it's a race somewhere, no matter what the event is, it's at least, we'd like to have at least two to three months of preparation because yeah. All right. it for the design of the show, it takes about two to three weeks to really get it down. And our designers in-house, they're amazing. They can really create anything you can imagine in the sky. But then again, it's a lot of programming and and a lot of work behind that. Oh yeah, and they got to work with whatever the venue is going to be, exactly. and so they have to know, you know, what, what restrictions they might have, and That's certainly fun. whoever is contracting this, they go, I love this. So mm -hmm. there's an awful lot of, you know, beforehand work, and, and I, I can see why you need that yeah. that well, lead time. The first thing we look at when Sam talks to a potential client is location. It's like mm -hmm. we had people wanted to do a show in downtown New York City. It's like hey, not going to happen because we we are not allowed to fly over people. FAA, it's it's a hard no because our uh, props don't have cages over them, so it's a safety hazard. You get hit with one of those, it could do a lot of damage. Uh, so we have a location, and then so we have to have a safety perimeter. Then there's airspace. So when we fly, because of our waivers, multiple and at night, um, if we're under a uh, controlled airspace, um, so if we were closer to the airport, that would be controlled airspace. Sure. Not, we can't just go out and fly we have to get written authorization from the FAA, and that's a multiple step process. It's we put together a proposal, we submit it to the FAA, and they say, yeah, this works. Um, and then they submit it to the tower who has final approval. Um, on the West Coast here, that can take two to three weeks. So if somebody says, hey, we want to fly a show tomorrow, it doesn't work. Yeah, right. So you do, you do the planning, and then you know there's also height restrictions. So if you're right next to an airport, um, our, our general show max ceiling just is 400 feet above ground level, 400 feet AGL. But if they say, hey, you only get 200 feet, that changes the scope of what you can program. You know, a 400 foot show versus a 200 foot show, your imagery is going to change, you know, whether it's 3D or 2D, or you're trying to write, you know, a message in the sky. Think of, think of it as pixel count. You know, we're a 200 pixel image, if you have a 600 pixel image, there's a lot more clarity and depth and more 3D capability. So it's, there's location. Um, location is one of the biggest ones. Do we have an open air? Where are people going to see it? Is the FAA going to approve it? Is it in the direct flight path of a 747? <laughs> yes or no. So we, we've all kind of, and, and that's been a learning process is, is, you know, just can we fly there? I don't know. And there's various websites that have helped us out and learning and, you know, reaching out to other companies and so there's a lot that goes into it, but day of is batteries and then setup. So we have we have to lay everything out in a five foot grid. So drones are separated five feet, and so if we have a 200 drone show, you know, however you want to lay it out, you know, yeah, yeah ten usually, by twenty or usually works out to be about a 75 foot by 75 foot pad. That's where you start. So from. when you're laying out, do you only have one launch? 
or it does some shows you have multiple launches. That means you have to have so multiple. There's a couple ways you can do it. You could do multiple launches. So um, recently at a music festival, our, our drones were rented out by a, a partner company and they did three to five launches an evening. So what you have to do is you have, so you'll have that grid and they're, these things are accurate when we're sitting in our grid via its GPS. We have a base station and it's linked to the GPS and the drones. And they're accurate to, what, 1.5 centimeters? I mean, so it's like 0 0.001 meters, right? It's, everything's metric when we measure. And so they know exactly where they're at in this, what we call it as the launch grid. And so when they come up and they land, they go right back to where they're at. You know, it might be a little askew if it slid when it yeah. lands, but so then what you could do is do battery swap. So we have multiple sets of batteries. So we have 100 drones with us here. We could bring 300 oh, batteries man. out. That's got to be worse than a race car. <laughs> it is. And so it's a lot of work and a lot of planning. It is, there's the capability of it. But, uh, yeah, you would have to program multiple shows. And then a battery swap takes time. So it's not like you're just going to go whoop, 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 whoop. You know, but you could have two sets of drones. These guys go up and then land, and as soon as they land, you have that other set. So instead of one 200 drone show, you could have two 100 drone shows back to back and make a 20 minute show. Wow. Um, yeah. And that's been done. It's just There's so many options. It's a yeah. lot more complex. Multiple sorties like that, getting battery swaps in, playing a on lot it. of battery charging in that and one. And that's so, an awful lot of computer So this, this is fairly new. Um, I mean, mm -hmm. and traditionally, for celebrations, it is fireworks. Mm -hmm. But uh, how do you, how have you seen the reception towards a drone show versus a fireworks show? It's my wife cried at the first show. Yeah, like it's fireworks on YouTube. Pretty cool, right? You're like, yeah. oh, that looks fun. Fireworks in real life. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Drone shows on you know social media or YouTube. Like, holy crap, that's amazing. In person, it's. Night and day. And I think yeah. the impact of the drones is a lot more than fireworks. We've been a part of an engagement where it wrote out, will you marry me? Um, and so <laughs> we did a custom engagement for... So we're a part of that, you know, memory. And it was a huge impact, right? It was in... Nice. We did that in Boise. Um, but if it's, you know, a festival or someone's trying to launch a new product, we can send up a scannable QR code in the sky. Wow. That's then... <laughs> trackable for our client to see how many hits they're getting on that landing page. So basically with fireworks, I mean, it is, they can create these nice displays and sometimes create prep patterns, but you're actually creating physical objects basically yeah, up in the sky. Exactly. So when you see a fireworks show and then on Facebook or whatever social media platform you're on and everyone's recording, you're like, really? July 5th, everyone's posting their fireworks on their phone and it's horrible. You're like, yeah, I was there too. Just watch it and enjoy it. Whereas a drone show, there is an image. It's not just bing, bing, boom. It's like, oh my gosh, that was a bow and arrow with an arrow shooting across the sky. We had a fun one we did a few weeks ago just playing around. We made a drone. So it was, you know, sideways, I guess, if you will. It's like a top. Piece. With four props. And so we had a drone made out of drones, drones. going across the sky. <laughs> yeah. so, and it was like the ones on the back of our shirts, yeah. looking at it from overhead. That it, mm -hmm. it, and so if you record or take a picture of it, you're always going to say, holy cow, I remember that, versus, okay, there's an explosion in the sky. So it's more memorable, um, you know, marketing like, you know, Motorola's, hey, we're doing a new flip phone. We could program that. Or uh, Tesla did their Gigafactory uh, with 
our same model of drones. They did a 600 drone show, 3D, amazing, made a Tesla truck yeah. out of drones. It even was Nikola Tesla's head, like a bust of the head in the So since this is all new and wow. a lot of the public hasn't seen, you know, they don't know about a it. show, much less, have you, have you guys just done so, any sort of behind the scene kind of documentary where you go, so, this is what goes into this show that you know you can market towards the show? So that's, that's something we are continuing working on like pretty much every day. And so every day we're able to go fly a show or even program or even just working on the drone, say a propeller broke or a leg broke. We always try to capture that content to really cultivate kind of the overall mm -hmm. process of it. And so with going on the design aspect, really anything you could imagine with the right amount of drones we could put in the sky. I could even try to find a way to make your face in the sky if we had enough drones to do that. So really, it's been amazing, an amazing process and we're super thankful for our partner um, ICCU to help us out kind of getting this all started because we've partnered with them over the past couple of years and they've been a tremendous help with not only our community engagements for our events, but then again with getting this out for the community and for a lot of the things that they're doing out there. So it's it's been amazing and yeah. really the options are endless. Yeah, without ICCU, this would not have been happening here in right. mm -hmm. the Boise, Idaho area. Well, that's great. And I think um, the biggest thing for, for us is just the education standpoint because mm -hmm. when you know someone comes up to me and they're like, what do you do for work? I was like, oh, I work at a drone company. They immediately think a DJI Mavic doing like a land survey or yeah. Yeah. real I estate guess, yeah. or, you know, whatever. And so then I'm like, to whip out my phone, show them a video, yeah. you know, um, and it's kind of that rinse and repeat. But, um, but yeah, I think that's been our, our biggest, um, not hurdle, but just biggest education standpoint. Of, Nobody knows what it is. Well, yeah. and again, it's so new. I have not seen one yet. Mm -hmm. um, so I imagine when Tonight. you try to market your services, so mm -hmm. a lot of people go, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. don't. And we yeah. say, did you see the Olympics? You know, some people who haven't seen the Olympics are that was phenomenal, right? Or China or what? It's the Chinese and the Russian play a different set of flight rules. So they're doing like three thousand drones, and it's mm -hmm. pure chaos with a with a you know five thousand people laying out drones. Yeah. Programmed yeah. chaos. Yeah. It is amazing. <laughs> There's some chaos. amazing yes. stuff out there, but we. Yeah, most people don't know about. It. I mean, there's I my little ego. Oh, there's more astronauts than there are people do what I do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, but they're way they're way better people than me. But it's just kind of funny. Like that's how niche or you know small it is. Um, you know, because I used to be a truck driver, and but I've been in. I have lots of studying and aviation and whatnot, and we have other goals to buy an airplane for our company and fly that, but the drones, it's so, like I said at the beginning, you can't just hop on YouTube and learn how to start this company. It's, the behind the scenes is, for a 10 minute show, there are so many hours of research, communication, programming, legwork, physical work, and you know, there's date, you know, it's 100 degrees out, I did a show, I was a part of a show at the Louis Vuitton in Miami, so that was kind of fancy. But it was, you know, it's 100 degrees and you're on asphalt and you're sweating. But when those drones go up for that 10 minutes, it's amazing. Well, there's an eight, Burning Man was only an eight minute show. But at the end. So um, you're, you're aware that um, Idaho State University has a UAS program, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. I, I was wondering if there's any way that we could get, you know, just 
a, a little snippet of um, what you guys do. Yeah. If you guys want to come out to location today, we can make that work. Yeah, and we'll yeah. be we'll be doing. I don't know this we can facilitate we'll, yeah, that. We'll yeah. be doing a lot of different shows down in this area, and so it would be kind of a co coordination aspect. And then, then again, um, you could reach out to Sam, and then we could gather a whole bunch of just different like information and videos of kind of the whole process for the more educational point. Right, and so we that would be we awesome. really enjoy that aspect of right. things. It's fun, because kind of people come out yeah. and we do, so before a show, you know, like you were saying, day of, battery charging and then set up. So we set up our launch grid. And then we have what's called our base station, which has our you know, satellite antenna and then you know, communication with the drones, multiple communication. And then we have a little generator out there to supply power, but then we uh, power on the units and then we upload the show. And then we verify the shows there. And then we do like pre-flight tests. You know, is the radio communication working? Do we have GPS fixed? Do we have magnetic headings? Because these are all parts of the show. If we don't have True North, our drones, they won't fly. There's it's very yeah. Close close we we were doing a test down in was that Santa Barbara? Where were we? Newport Beach. Newport Beach. Can't say where. That's a top secret Hi. show. Um, in the future, but we were on location and we could not acquire satellite. And so before a show, we fly out to verify that we can fly there. And we have to have satellite fix and magnetic heading. Those are the two main things, everything else right. kind of work out. And I called, you know, like the man, I go, what's going on? They're like, are you having a hard time? I go, yeah, they go, this was during like at the height when the war in Russia was going on. Yeah. And well, the satellites in Russia, I'm like, are you serious? And something that normally takes five, 10 minutes, it took us over an hour and we're like <laughs> on top of this building, like what is going on? <laughs> and then I'm like, you're joking with me. He's like, no, cause we didn't have enough satellites to, um, Can you I know, triangulate if you will. Cause wow. we need to have like 12 satellites. That's how accurate these things are. And we did a show in Puerto Rico uh, for the Miss World, um, Miss, Miss Universe. And we flew over the ocean. <laughs> And it was just whipping winds. And what's amazing is like these things are going to get tossed rock solid. Really? They are that strong. So specs on the drone, they're 1,200 grams. Um, they're, you know, quadcopter, carbon fiber frame, but they are robust. Good gyros. Oh, man. They, the technology in this, they're yeah. insane. Yeah. But we want to have you guys come out tonight, tomorrow. If you guys want to come out on site. I, unfortunately, we, I, I don't think we'll be able to do it. Um, I know but, it's last minute. But, but maybe uh, yeah. next time you're in town. Uh, Definitely. I, I, uh, again, we can coordinate with uh, Mark Sharp from right. uh, the UAS program. Uh, and maybe uh, if, if it's okay with you guys, get some uh, students um, yeah, 100 there. Because mm -hmm. uh, I know uh, Mark's, Mark's very excited about it. I can see James. The, you just light it's up when you start it's so fun. You just light it's, up when you yeah. start talking about this stuff. Yeah, it's it's it is pretty cool. I when you're for that offer, that because well, I'm like cool. under it, right? I'm right there at yeah. the controls, and um, you feel them. not only and then there's a lot of wind, wind, and you just and you're just like, this is so cool, <laughs> and you know, because I want to. You know, I want to record, so a lot of our other employees have a ton of content, and you know, you need to do your Instagram, and I'm just like, I'm responsible for this, you know, so if, a, if an aircraft comes into my airspace, we have a, a kill switch, you know, we have a return to home switch, right. it's like, hey, let's return them, but the kill switch, if you're a Star Wars fan, we have to, it's called Execute Order 66, is the password, like, we have to, like, we are killing the Jedi to bring these back, and they go down, uh, over water, yeah. or whatever, and that, that, 
luckily they never had to do it, Worst but yeah. you know, we have other options. We can turn all the lights on or you know, whatever. It's like yeah. flash, like, hey, you're coming into my airspace, but emergencies happen, but uh, no, it's, that. it's, <laughs> well, another fun thing we do before, we do, we do a hover test. Uh -huh. So we have multiple show files, and so they're all in a grid, and we just, it's a one meter hover test, and we verify they're gonna launch. And then if, you know, we got a bad guy, uh, we swap them out. That's why we always have spares. You know, for a 200 drone show, we probably have 15 spares. And so we actually fly with 185 and have those 15 for backup. Like, hey, this guy's battery is being weird, or the, you know, the satellite's being an issue. And it's usually a simple fix. Um, even broken legs. Uh, so we have legs that are replaceable, arms that are replaceable, props. Those props, when we first got started doing it, we, we'd all have like bleeding hands and stuff, because they're sharp and they're right. you know, strong. It's like technique and but um no we'd love to have people out there and just get the word yep. on the street it's That's it's great. a lot of fun so yeah. um if someone wanted to reach out to you guys um you know they're interested in the show they you know just want to get more information how would mm -hmm. they do that so there's a couple different methods um yeah uh for, for instance you could reach out to goagency.com as well as uh gojochos.com and then sam he's our number one communicator with everybody within the outreach and kind of on that uh, business business as well as community aspect of it as well mm -hmm. and so you can so the thegoagency.com mm -hmm. the go and gojoneshows.com mm -hmm. my, my email is sam at thegoagency.com so Excellent. Pretty we'll, easy. We'll, we'll provide Excellent. those links and those connections uh, when we post this. Yeah, that's great. Hey, you heard the alarm go off. Uh, this is just too good to shut yeah. off at 20 yeah. minutes. You can edit. Way too <laughs> I, I love hearing about dad under the angel breath. You know, yeah. that, uh, incre incredible stories, you know, and there's so much here. Uh, we obviously didn't get to uh, enough, and, and maybe there's room for, for more discussion later, but we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, Thanks to the Go Agency. Thanks to the three of you, yeah, thank you. Uh, Carson, James, Sam, for showing up out here and being so <laughs> forthcoming and talking to us about drones and what you do. It's very exciting. Um, and for those of you in the audience out there, it, it's more than just uh, buttons. There's there's so much technology in this today, so many opportunities, and we don't know where drones are going to go. Mm -hmm. I mean, the future of drones is, is, is wide open. There's a drone on Mars right now. <laughs> yeah. So... It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, come, come watch the shows. Come see what these guys do. And thanks to our audience for joining us. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and close this up. Thank you again. And um, we have uh, an awful lot to be grateful for here. Uh, if you need to reach out for us, and we do appreciate the, the feedback from, from everybody in the audience, you know, you can reach us at uh, cetrain.isu.edu or you can email us at uh, cetrain.isu.edu. Of course, if anybody uh, wants to give us a call, 208-282-3372. Uh, uh, we've had a great show here. Thank you, gentlemen, yeah, for being you. a part thank of this. You. Thank you. We'll get this posted out here very shortly. To everybody in the audience, you all be safe out there. Thanks for joining Sweet Talk.